Data Rockstar's Coffee Podcast with me, Kelly Peters. And me, Regina Dronis. Today we have two special guests, Caroline Stevenson and Paul Coombs from Beyond Your Brand. They're joining us to talk about how they use marketing and web data to support their customers grow their businesses. Welcome, Caroline and Paul. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So do you want to just kick off and tell us a little bit about Beyond Your Brand and what it is that you do? Yeah, of course. So Beyond Your Brand are a digital marketing agency. We've been around for three and a half years, so we're still pretty young, but growing quite successfully, thanks to all the support of our customers. We do everything from web design. Uh, We have a sort of pay monthly subscription website package, which has made it really accessible to lots of businesses, particularly those in the early stages of their growth, where cash flow can be an an issue, so they don't have to fork out thousands of pounds for a website. And that particular package called The 100 Club also allows people to update their website six times per month by just sending us the things that need to be done. And that's a really critical part for the growth of most of the small companies, because as Google tries to sort of understand what you're about, as even as you understand what you're about as a business and how you evolve, you want to be able to sort of talk about, you know, new case study and blogs and articles and things like that. So we try and provide a really flexible, all-encompassing way of being able to start with a professional website and allow that to grow over time. And then having a website is only really the sort of start of a digital marketing journey. It's your shop front, if you like. So we have lots of different ways in which we can drive traffic to that website. So we also manage pay-per-click campaigns, whether they're sort of Google ads or social media advertising. We offer search engine optimization SEO, which is all about getting your website visible in the ranking pages of the search engines based on the keywords or search terms that are relevant to your business, content writing and email marketing services as well. So we have lots of companies that just have a website and a website only and perhaps won't ever move away from having that website. And we have lots of companies now who have grown over time, starting with the websites. And as you've experienced, you know, growing your digital marketing campaigns in order to drive more traffic to your website, because as you grow, it becomes affordable and it sort of escalates from there. So that's us as a business, as a team of seven of us now. And yeah, it's been an exciting three years. And I think you made the point that you work alongside your customers to really understand them, their business, and that then helps grow their business. Is there particular strategies that you apply to your customers in terms of their products, their services and the data to be able to increase, you know, their global presence. I mean, there's no sort of overarching strategy that fits mm-hmm. for everybody. So I think the key to a good strategy from our point of view is being able to adapt and yeah. to understand. We don't try to be experts in the field. I mean, you guys are in quite a niche field. You mm-hmm. know, you spent loads of time over the years training and understanding and becoming mm-hmm. experts in your field. So there'd be no point in us trying to sort of even think that we could get close to that. But what we can do is understand enough about your business. And, uh, you know, as we've had exercises with you guys before, where we really make you focus on who is your target audience? Mm-hmm. What do they look like? What interests might they? have where do they come from and and then make sure that any marketing campaigns or strategies that we have behind that are really really focused what we found sometimes through making mistakes ourselves or for learning from other people's mistakes is that the more focused you are in your target audience and understanding you know where how you could reach those those people and that's where the data is really important mm-hmm. then the more successful you would be on your growth if you really try to sort of scattergun your approach and try to sort of reach out to everybody we often use the term like you're too diluted and the fear of missing out this term FOMO that, that, that's become popular over the last couple of years is <laughs> such a big thing in marketing because you go there could be people over there that could be my customers and there could be people over there and you know if you had an unlimited marketing budget that's fine because you can you know you can go to all those people but the best approaches are the ones where you understand 
the objectives of people's businesses and then you say right we're going to take a step-by-step -step approach we're going to end up at the top of that ladder but we're going to go one step at a time and grow because we've been very specific and focused with our first initial strategies are there particular ways that you can help businesses understand that sort of focus area or where they should be looking at sort of through data that's out there either that they have access to or that you guys think actually you know we can pull together information that's available to us and, and really give a, a level of insight that obviously we wouldn't necessarily be able to get or even know where to start on our own that's probably something that caroline can sort of jump in on because she is our data guru data expert sometimes data nerd um but it's it's all you know it's, it's all, <laughs> like all about <laughs> we love a good data geek <laughs> a good data geek yeah it is i mean like it is all about the data for us because without that we don't really know where to start mm -hmm. and like Paul said there's no one size fits all approach you know it is it has to be tailored to the individual client and the only way we can understand what that strategy should be is by understanding the data so most clients that come to us already have some form of data often that's in the form of google analytics which is the code that sits on your site um, and literally tracks what people are doing on your site but then there's other avenues as well so we use um, a system called ahrefs which looks at general data so it's not specific to the person but gives you an idea so we use that and we use data from things like google ads which gives search term data so there's there's a whole sort of range some that's very specific to our clients analyzing those people come into the site what they're doing how they're interacting and engaging with the site and other that information that is just it is more general but gives mm -hmm. us an idea of how the competition are doing, how the audience works and the searches they're looking for, the questions they have. Mm -hmm. So all of that sort of wrapped up gives us a really good idea of, of how to form the strategy. But it, everything that we do is led by the data. Which is great to hear because if, if I use us as an example, you know, Kieran from your team is constantly looking out on search terms for us. And he'll say, Kelly, I've noticed this week, is this something that you want to be engaging in? And I like the fact it's he's found the data and he's asking us as the business owner is this an area you want to explore and that and I typically get super excited by this I was like yes absolutely and then I'm like I might need to double check with the rest of the team <laughs> but it, it's great that there's such a volume of data and it doesn't matter that it's not personal data that it can help inform your decision making and hopefully yeah. it sits alongside your strategy to grow with that type of customer the data says yes actually there's searches out mm. there for you to explore I think yeah and I think the two do go hand in hand you know you can be led by the data that we have but actually you are the expert so you've got to marry up the two so that they work together and achieve the right results. I um, agree and would you say you know I know that a lot of people really kind of promote Google Ads as a way of being able to drive your business and getting people to your site would you say that Google Ads is something that everyone should explore again is it something that is depends on who the customer is and, and what they are trying to achieve? I think it massively depends on who the customer is. It depends how niche you are as well, because mm -hmm. ultimately there is a cost per click associated with the keywords that you are trying to bid on. Mm -hmm. The more niche you are, the cheaper those clicks will be. So it does come down to that and, and the budget that you can put to the ads. If you work in insurance, for example, you are looking at around £25 per click. So you really have to have a sizable budget to be able to get ranking and competing with everyone else who's doing it. It's not for everyone. You know, we have tried with some clients who have websites that aren't quite up to scratch and because of the way Google Ads works it very much is around delivering the best results so if, if the website doesn't quite tally up with the keywords they're wanting to rank for and the ad copy itself if the landing page isn't good enough then it's never going to work um, because they want to give 
the best results. And if the site itself doesn't provide that, Google clever at understanding you know, what pages are around. So Google ads are great. They definitely have their place. It is an ongoing cost. So ultimately you want to be looking at growing your organic presence alongside that. So you're there organically because that obviously doesn't cost anything. But I'm all for Google ads. Google ads is a great path in where you know you have traffic, but you're not ranking organically. It's a great way to get to the top. And are there any other kind of quick hacks that you would say people should, they've got a website and they want to get more people to their website. Are there any kind of quick top tips that you'd say you, should, you need to consider the, the following? I, I just to interject, just, it was a sort of similar question that we had on, um, with a client that I was speaking with yesterday or Prospect. And they're migrating their website from their current provider across to us. And part of that job and part of that process is to have this kind of clean up, tidy up. They, they have blogs dating back to 2017, which actually, apart from not being relevant, they were almost irrelevant like they because their industry had changed so it was mm -hmm. counterproductive if somebody actually did go back and look at that blog it was completely counterproductive as to what their industry was about today so one of the things that i said to this lady and, and we would say consistently particularly with people who are perhaps looking to migrate to us or they're building their own website whatever but is to look at that content page by page and understand that google as clever as that algorithm is it is an algorithm it's, it's black and white it's ones and zeros so it can't interpret things like you and I can. So you have to feed it and you have to feed it with the keywords and the search terms that you want to be known for. And often, so another project we worked on, there was a lady who was in a sort of B2C crafts industry and her homepage. So the page that, that Google thinks is really, really important talked about how she started doing crafts. She was a teacher. She did it in schools. Yeah, she really enjoyed working with children and there. So if you go, well, actually, if we literally just look at it black and white and talk through all the words that you're giving Google on your homepage, you only mention crafts one. You mentioned schools three times. So Google can't interpret it. It doesn't look at your entire website and go, well, you do crafts. It's looking at the, the content you give it on that website. So you could forgive Google for thinking that perhaps that website was actually something to do with schools or education or, or, or something completely irrelevant to what she was trying to be out there. So a good tip is to go through your page, pages on your website, page by page, and say, does this information do two things and this is where it can get a little bit tricky you have to give information which is exciting or has good calls to action for the users because it's human beings that are on your pages so they can interpret stuff and you want to make it engaging but you also have to balance out what google the computer the algorithm will need to understand about that page and sometimes there's a bit of a conflict because you'll put a search term in there that doesn't quite read as well as it might do to a user but in that case you might let google win other times you might go well i'll forgo that one because it's a blog and i'm driving it through my social media channels so people will pick it up anyway and I'll talk about it from a user's point of view and make it more engaging for a human being so that content kind of assessment is, is a good thing to start and anybody can do that whether they're managing their own site or, or not it's a really good place to start there is a phrase out there that says content is king love it or hate it there's no getting away from it it really really is you know everything that you do on your site has to be around the content and meeting the needs of of the users so whether you do that for your SEO for organic people finding you organically whether you do it for social media and get it out there and shared or whether you're doing it for for google ads so that the pages are relevant it's all centered around having good content that's tailored to your user really really <laughs> fascinating stuff um and i suppose just finally is there any kind of aspect of the information that's available to you that links to individuals obviously you know we are quite aware of cookies and how 
you know, they do give insight into individuals in terms of behaviour and how they move around the internet. Have you sort of found that there's been a difference in sort of what you're able to provide or the insight you can get where maybe websites choose to give genuine consent choice to their customers um, mm. or not? Yes, That's- massively. And, you know, it's the way things are going and it does make things very difficult for us to get the insight where people have to actually opt in for the marketing cookies then most of them choose not to or or just you know ignore it and so we have found that there's far less data to go on than there previously was which obviously does have a bit of an effect and means we we, we don't have as much to analyze as we otherwise would or used to so it's a slight stumbling block we've said there are other avenues to go down you know there are the more general sources of information that we can find so it's it's not the end of the world it makes our job slightly trickier but it is what it is <laughs> and i might be putting you on the spot here but is there an alternative to google analytics that kind of does what google does i think there's loads of alternatives out there okay. in terms of the tracking and a lot of websites like CMS systems have their own sort of internal tracking things but in the same way that analytics has to have those those cookies I imagine that they all do and they they probably all be experiencing the same issues mm-hmm. with so yeah there are plenty of alternatives and I think because you know Google being the largest search engine we have to accept the fact that we can't know and we were never trying to know everything about any individual per se but we mm-hmm. the more we learnt about audience types and you know, interests and things like that the more we could actually regenerate ads for, for our clients mm-hmm. that would be interesting to those people so there is a benefit to that side of it but what we're sort of more restricted to now is is understanding trends and themes and that's still quite powerful so Google being the biggest search engine having that analytics allows us to sort of see the majority of people people or you know users on a website we don't know them but anonymously but to give us a trend of what people are, are trying to do so the, the information whilst more restricted than it's been before is, is still very valuable that's excellent thank you so much for a really interesting discussion it's flown by and so we uh, need to bring it to a close but thank you for joining us this week caroline and paul and sharing yeah. those really insightful points about how you know you guys can use data to support and drive business growth for your customers and as one of your customers we very much uh, appreciate your support and uh, wouldn't hesitate to recommend you guys so um, if anyone is interested in finding out more about beyond your brand and how they might be able to help you or just some of their you know amazing content that you might want to take and apply to your own website then visit their website at beyondyourbrand.co.uk if anyone has any topics or issues you'd like us to discuss please contact us on coffee at dbxuk.com and we hope to see you next time for more coffee and chat about the world of data and data protection.